2: All right, listen, I know we're going to get busy. Denise Schraver actually hosting today and next week in for the vacationing Doug Oster. She, of course, a.k.a. Mrs. Know-It-All. But in case, I've actually come up with some top 10 things you can do as far as springtime in the garden. But when Denise is here, the phones always get going early. So if you have a gardening question, 866-391-1020, 866-391-1020. And the first person that reaches... The 10th caller at 412-922-1020. That person will take home a $25 gift certificate from Sorgo. So let's begin with that spring inspection. So getting out in the garden and the weather's been a little chilly of late and we're waiting for maybe one or two more frosts. But it is time to definitely inspect, is it not? Denise, good morning.
3: Oh, absolutely! And I have to tell you, I've been out there weeding. I'm to the point that I just like want to scream when I go out there. It's I've you know bittercress is my enemy. Ducks like yeah, you can eat it. Well, you would weigh ten thousand pounds if you came to my yard and ate all the bittercress. <laughs> I, I pick it. I go through the entire yard. My yard is not small, and. Even the teeniest one, I grab and I put in a grocery bag because I don't compost that at all. And the next day I go out and there's like huge plants and they're blooming. And I'm like, oh, I don't need this. You know, but, you know, some of the other weeds are coming up too. You know, Black Medic is starting to show up and that's the kind of clover looking weed that's dark. You know, it's almost black. That's why they call it black medic. Wild onion has gone ballistic this year, and you know, I got my weeding tool on and I've been digging that up. And a great time to actually get your weeds is right after a rain because the ground is soft and they come up easier than if it's you know we had you know we went like what almost ten days without rain. It's much easier to do than that. So, you know, that's what I've been doing. Now I did plant some things. So don't get excited, people, because you're probably not doing it. I planted my potatoes, which I plant in buckets. Uh, so I have some five-gallon buckets um, that were came from a food store. Cut the bottom off completely and then I have put it in my garden, and I kind of give it a good wiggle to make sure it's seeded well. And I put my potatoes in there, and you cover them up with soil. As, as the plants grow, you continue to put soil over them so that you get potatoes. I planted my radishes. I planted some um, onion sets, and I also planted uh some they're tropeo. Uh, they are an Italian onion, and I just planted. So they're tiny little plants, and I got them planted. So that gave me the satisfaction that I got something planted because we had all that gorgeous weather. And then I'm like, where did it go? I had shorts on. I was happy. I was outside. And then you get up the next morning, and it's like you almost want to like put on your winter coat and stay in for the rest of the day.
2: Let's talk about testing your garden soil and then feeding your soil, getting ready for the spring gardening season. What about testing your soil, Denise?
3: I uh, actually do a Penn State test every year. Um, You can download the form, you know, just Google it. And the form is free. You know, before you used to have to go to the office and everything. You don't have to do that anymore. You download the form and you get a cup of soil (laughs) and so how to do that is I get like one of those turkey roaster pans not the big ones but a small one and I go out into the garden and I clear away any mulch that's there and the top couple of inches and then you actually dig in and get some soil and put it in so you do it in a checkerboard pattern is the Best way to do it, like about 12 samples, you put it in, you let it dry because you don't want to go out. Now, today would not be a good day to go out and get those samples because the ground's still pretty wet from all the rain yesterday. And you simply let it dry. And when it's dry, you kind of crumble it up, mix it up, put it in the bag, put it in another Ziploc bag, and you get like a little um, bubble um, mailer. You can, you know, get anywhere, you know, the grocery store, and send it off with the information on the uh, form that you downloaded, and send it off to Penn State. About a week and a half to two weeks later, you will get your results. It will tell you: Do you need sulfur? Do you need more nitrogen? It it'll give you the ratio of everything that's already in your soil and what you may or may not need. A lot of times you don't need anything, but I never recommend going out and getting like a load of mushroom manure and throwing that on or horse manure. I'm sure your neighbors appreciate that. And, you know, anything you see on the Internet. And this way you get an accurate reading, and everything will do much better in the
2: garden. All right, listen, we're going to get a break in here and come back. Phones are already filling up, but if you have a question for Denise... You can give us a call, 866-391-1020. Mrs. Know-It-All hosting this week and next. Doug is on vacation. Don't miss Dead & Company on their summer 2023, the final tour coming to the Pavilion at Star Lake in Town on Monday, June fifth, twenty 2023. For your chance to win a pair of tickets to see the show, all you have to do is log in, search, and listen to KDK on the free Odyssey app or stream us online. For every hour you're logged in and listening, you will get one entry into the contest Only have a few minutes to spare. No worries. Every minute you listen will add up until you hit the hour mark. The more you listen, the more chances you have to win. Get all the details at kdkradio.com by clicking the contest tab at the top of the page. Pro tip, make sure you are signed into your account to get entered. Again, Denise Schreiber, Mr. Know-It-All, co-hosting today, The Organic Gardener. Doug is on vacation this week and next. So if you have a gardening question, I highly urge you to start dialing right now at 866-391-1020. 866-391-1020. We're about 20 minutes away from giving away that opportunity to take home a $25 gift certificate ticket to the farm. The farm freshness, of course, the fields at Janoski's, Route 30, in Clinton. They're going to be opening at 8 a.m. this morning. They're open seven days a week. Don't forget Sorgals. Already got a winner there. They, too, out there right off that Wexford exit. They'd love to see you today. And, of course, all of our wonderful sponsors, these local nurseries that mean so much to the beauty that we all enjoy, but especially this time of year as the fall season is long gone. Winter is in the past. The rearview mirror, and we are setting our sights on spring, and that will bloom in do a great summertime in the garden. Denise Schreiber, Mrs. Know-it-all, taking your calls just a moment away from those calls. Anything on your mind on the way of gardening, now will be the time to call 866-391-1020. And don't forget, Larry and Marty are looking for hometown heroes. If you know someone doing extraordinary things in your community, we want to know about them. Nominations are now open at kdkradio.com. Larry and Marty's Hometown Heroes, 100.1 FM, AM 1020, KDKA. We are coming back to take your calls from Mrs. Know-It-All. Join us at 866-391-1020. This is the organic gardener, Rob Pratt, and Mrs. Know-It-All on KDKA. Good morning. Denise Schreiber, a.k.a. Mrs. Know-It-All, pinch hitting for Doug today and next Sunday, and the phones are full, so let's get to work, and we'll say hi to Ed first. Ed, you're up on KDKA. How are you, Ed? Good morning. What's the best way to plant asparagus? Everybody got a different thing. One guy says 18 inches. One guy says a uh, foot and then you the only cover it four inches, and then one guy said cover it all away.
3: You know, uh, in my old asparagus patch, I planted it a foot apart because they do spread, and you you don't want to dig them up and move them after two or three years because you're trying to get your bed established. So at least a foot to 18 inches is actually a very good idea, and, you know, Asparagus requires some different fertilizers than you know the typical stuff you put in the garden. And usually it likes triple phosphate is one of the things that you should mix in with it. Follow the directions on the package. Espoma makes a great triple phosphate. And you simply mix it and you make your trench, you mix in the triple phosphate and then straighten out the trench and then plant your asparagus plants. And usually you can harvest a little bit the second year. You don't want to harvest the first year, the second year a little bit, the third year a little bit more. After five years, I hope you like asparagus.
2: I mean, uh, how deep? I. That's where I'm. I'm getting different depths. One said eight inches. One. Oh,
3: at... I'm sorry, I didn't understand you. Yeah, uh, actually, twelve inches would be fine. Okay. Yeah, the last time I talked to you, I'm 80, and I'm fourth quarter of a two-minute warning, so I don't know if I'll get to say it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you never know. I've known, actually, Mrs. Hagen that was from Hagen Ice Cream. I got a chance to meet her, and she was sharp as a tack and doing everything when she was 101. So you got a ways to go.
2: All right, let's go now to uh, Barb, and she's up next in Jefferson County. Barb, you're on KDKA. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning.
3: This morning, uh, glad to hear you, Denise. I don't hear much about lavender. I planted it a couple years ago, and I don't know whether to trim it or just leave it grow. I like to have the bees, and yeah. uh, I'm just curious about that one. Well, I don't trim mine. Now I do okay. remove the uh, dead flower stems if you haven't harvested. And if you do it in the spring after it's done blooming completely, then you'll get a second flush of bloom come August, September, and that'll last Mm -hmm. till frost. But I don't go in and you might want to cut maybe a stem or two, but I never, ever go into the woody part. And I have to tell you, I have a patch of lavender along my retaining wall because that's where it likes to grow. And it has multiplied to the point it looks more like a shrub. And I made a big run. Okay, well that sounds maybe I have it in the wrong place, but that's too bad. Yeah, it like full uh, uh, sun. It does like yes,
0: sun full and sun and really
3: good drainage and a very light soil. Mine's only got about an inch or two of soil and mostly gravel because it's right at the edge of the retaining wall.
4: Okay, sounds really good. So not training, not uh, trimming it now. Then hold right.
3: after it blossoms. Yes, and then just cut the uh, spent blossoms off. Okay, sounds interesting. Thank you very much. I hope it works. For me. Oh, it will. All right. And what about using that pit moss that is advertised all the time? Is that good replacement for some of my soil? Oh, absolutely. And I hope I have a few seconds to tell the story that the original um, inventor of pit moss, his name was Mott Handley, and he used to work for Visit Pittsburgh, and I was having a conference here, so we had lunch to talk about things. And then he started telling me about Pitmos, and the next day I got an email saying I've redesigned from Visit Pittsburgh to work on Pitmos, and I'm thinking was it something I said? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hey, good stuff, Barb. Thanks for the call. Let's move on. Busy morning on the phone lines. Mrs. Know-it-all, Denise Shriver in today and next Sunday for the vacationing Doug Oster on the Organic Gardener. Let's say hi to Gerald Morningside. Weeding, something Mrs. Know-it-all has been doing a lot of lately. Go ahead, ahead, Gerald.
3: Hey, Mrs. Know-it-all. Thanks for taking my call. I appreciate it. Uh, So my question is, I have some small maple, I don't know what they're called, saplings that have been in between my hedges. For years, and I try to dig them up, try to dig them up. I can't dig them up. Is there anything that I can put on them that is not going to hurt the hedges? Uh, So there must be a silver maple somewhere in the area. Yeah. Um, Yeah, unfortunately. You can try Burnout. It's organic. It is a horticultural vinegar. It is 20% vinegar. So they recommend wearing eye protection. Now, I'm not talking Heinz 57 as good as it is. That's 5% acetic acid. Horticultural the um, vinegar is actually 20%. And burnout has some other things in it, so you can try that. What you can do is take a, like a quart milk jug and cut out one side and then kind of put it around the sapling and and spray it or paint it that way so you don't damage your uh hedge at all. Kind of just keep going along with it and hopefully that'll take care of your problem. Is it just one application or do I need to keep doing it or You know what without seeing it I can't tell you you know how many times I would do it at least once, you know, and maybe twice if it comes back up. You know, okay. and I think that I think that should you know, solve your problem, you know. Great. Thank you so much. Wish me luck. <laughs> oh, good luck.
2: All right. Lou in Aliquippa up next for Mrs. Noah on the Organic Gardener Show on KDK. Doug on vacation for a couple of weeks. Hey, Lou, how are you? Great. How are you? Thanks for taking my call, Denise. Hi. Hey.
3: Yeah. Hi. Right. Um, I went. I used a chemical in the garden to get rid of this invasive grass like a, it was a flat-bladed grass that had nodules
4: underneath, and it was invading the garden. I thought it was pretty good until
3: my son said, you've got to get rid of that or it's going to kill everything. So uh, I used this ortho spray, and I got rid of it a couple years ago. Now, can okay. I check um, the ground to see if it's okay to pl- replant? vegetables in that area or you don't advise against that you 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 is- should you, sh- you should be able to plant your vegetables you know synthetic chemicals only last a certain period of time because they're not selling the really heavy duty stuff to homeowners anyhow and so you would be fine to do that now i would suggest you know if you can rotate what you planted where there, the last time you had a vegetable garden in there, that would be good. But the chemicals should be gone. It should If you did it a couple of years ago, it should be out of the soil completely by now. They only last a few months.
2: Oh, okay. And now, how about we, putting in
3: garlic now? Uh, no, I it's put- too early to do garlic. And garlic you should really do in the fall. So come... Late September, early October is usually when I start planting my garlic and my shallots, so that would be a good time. Now you mentioned that flat-bladed uh, grass, and it sounds like sedge and it does have uh, nodules, like little nutlets, in the uh, on the roots. So you may have to just keep after digging it if you have any more that show up because you've killed the foliage, and so it hasn't been able to feed the roots. You still may have a couple up. Just go in and simply dig it up.
2: All right, listen, we're going to get a break in here, take a look at the news with David Ballerado, bottom of the hour. Then we'll get right back to your phone calls. That gift certificate from jo- Janowski's just moments away. Denise Schreiber, AKA Mrs. Know It All, taking your questions today. She's in this week and next for Doug, who's enjoying some vacation time. Our number is 866 391 1020. Come one, come all. Anything on your mind, Denise will be more than willing to help you out on this Sunday morning. Again, 866 391 1020. Good morning. All right, listen, if you're the 10th caller, you're going to win yourself a $25 gift certificate to Janoski's Route 30 in Clinton. So, 412 922 the 10th caller wins it. Mrs. Know-it-all pinch-hitting today and next week for Doug. Uh, so let's get back to these very busy phone lines. And Shirley wants to talk hydrangeas. She's on the air. Good morning, Shirley.
4: Good morning. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. Uh, hi, De- De- Denise. Um I have these uh, hydrangeas, and someone at a nursery told me to use Jack's all-purpose water-soluble every month, starting in May. What do you use, Denise? Uh,
3: <clears throat> Excuse me. I usually use um, Garden Tone or Holly Tone for mine because I, I'm, I have to admit I'm terrible by remembering to fertilize plants so, by using a slow release, um I don't have to do it that often. I just go in and use it maybe once every couple of months, uh, usually at the beginning of the season and at the end of the season so that it has enough nutrients for the winter so well denise you so you would not use Jacks all purpose twenty 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 you know what? Not on height ranges. I wouldn't use that on shrubs. I do use that uh, for uh, like my hanging baskets, my annuals. And here again, it's still one I remember to do that. But I don't use that on shrubs at all it, because it's a real quick feed. So you've dissolved it in water, and it goes in, and the plant takes it up, and then it's gone, whereas a slow release keeps feeding it. Well, if I get that garden tone, when would I start using that? You can start Uh, using it now. You can start using it now. Anytime you can start fertilizing any of your plants between uh, March, like a shrub, let me correct that, a shrub um, till really August. After that, I don't like to, excuse me. Encourage people to fertilize their plants because it'll push out new growth, and then when we have that first frost, it will actually kill that new growth as opposed to feeding the plant. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's why we uh, stop feeding, and that's why we stop pruning as well.
4: Would you prefer the garden tone over over the rose tone?
3: Well, yeah, rose tone's real specific. So yes, the garden tone or the holly tone. Oh, I'm sorry, Holly Tone. And uh,
4: so I could do it every month if I wanted to or every other month to Every fertilize. other month you could do it. You know, and and the, would I just – go ahead, go ahead. Just follow I'm the sorry. directions on the bag. Okay. And, and then also I wanted to ask you if you want to create a hedge look. Um, I read where you can plant the, the hydrangeas closer together. Uh, would you recommend that? You don't have deer, do you? <laughs> oh my! Yes, I have a huge fence. I try to keep people ask me if I keep elephants out.
3: Yes. Yeah, I have it. Then you yes. you could do the hedge if you like. It depends on which hydrangea you have, and you know if you know there's the paniculata, which is what we call the old PG mm-hmm. hydrangeas that get really tall and kind of a vase shape is the best way to describe mm-hmm. them. And then there's the other ones. So uh, you know, there's uh, the Mauvettes, which are small. And then you know, there's the uh, 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 there's all kinds. <laughs> well,
4: how much how much closer it, it, should I plant them? These it, bushes you know, uh, it, it rather than what the they tell you.
3: But oh, I wouldn't ahead. do closer than. Having it maturity, I would have them at least planted, uh, you know, three or four feet apart, because you're not going to go in and trim it like a hedge. You're just going to uh-huh. create a hedge that you have it. Okay,
4: all right. Uh, thank you very much, then Denise, for your help. And one more question, if you may, if I could, uh, when do you start seeding uh, your um, your zinnias and your cosmos and sunflowers in the garden?
3: Well, the, you, sunf- the sunflowers you can actually direct seed. Uh, as far as the zinnias, which zinnias are you going to grow? The old-fashioned kind for cutting? Uh, yes, yes, and all all variety. When you say old-fashioned, what do you mean? They're the fashion. really tall ones, like you'd see in your grandmother's garden, like yeah. the
4: state fair, like the state yes, fair. Yes, exactly.
3: Yeah. So so, and, so when do you do you start right now or wait until uh, Memorial um, Day? To seed them now, I seed mine ahead of time and transplant them other than on the oh. sunflower. The sunflower I do there. If you're going to do it, you have to wait until the soil is actually warm enough and that would be when the soil is at least 60 degrees, you know, mm. and so that's not air temperature. That's actually you want to go in and take the temperature of the soil. Now, there are some uh, soil thermometers. I own one. You can buy it online. It's made by a company called Luster, and it's a soil temperature. Either that or you can go to one of the hardware stores and get an instant read thermometer, and you want to push it all the way down into the soil. So, you know, even though it'll be warmer this week, at least they keep telling us Mm -hmm. that, that... The soil will still be pretty cold, so you want to wait until that soil's a lot warmer, you know, before you direct seed anything. Lettuce would be the exception, you know, because they like cool soil. But as far as zinnias and cosmos, and you know, with cosmos the seeds very fine, so you just bear, you want to have your soil all prepared, and then just put your seeds there and just lightly cover them.
4: Okay, thank you so much, Denise. And then after the he- after the are um, when they come up, you mentioned one time that you trim them when they're like three inches. Is that correct?
3: Yes, and the reason I do that it it uh, creates more branching of the plant, makes a sturdier stem, and you get more flowers.
2: All right, Shirley. Great stuff. Thanks for the call. A lot of good information there. We're going to take our final break, come back one more segment with uh, Denise Schreiber, Mrs. Know-It-All. Phones are still busy, but there is a couple of open lines if you want to get in here, and hopefully we'll have a chance to get to you for the top of the hour. But if we don't, never fear. She's back for week two, pinch hitting for the vacationing, enjoying himself somewhere other than here at home in Pittsburgh, Doug Oster, of course, DougOster.com for everything that he's all about. Denise and I will be back to take your calls in a moment. Coming up next hour, you can bake it, you can grill it, you can fry it. It is the Coons Cooking Hour, and it's all the ways to prepare chicken. And then, of course, Dr. Bridget Shufo will be talking about A Healthier You, and it's all about getting the most out of what you can do by losing the weight safely and keeping it off. It's all about her wellness and weight loss program that she has been perfecting for decades. And then at 10 o'clock, it's Baird, Your Money, and You. Then the Coons Market Black and Gold Sunday show right off the top, the contract extension of Derek Shelton. Big news happening yesterday afternoon. And then the Pirates went back to work at PNC Park and got their 15th win of the year six in a row they're off to their best start since 1992 we'll be talking to matt clement at 11 30 until noon about the pirates and major league baseball including the big news from the city by the bay oakland the athletics should be by 2027 playing their baseball in Las Vegas. And of course, the draft coming up in a couple of days. What will the Steelers do with that 17th pick overall? Or will they make a big trade, a big splash to trade up? We'll talk about that. And we've got a whole bunch of other stuff to discuss as well. In the meantime, stay with us. And we've got David Bollorado back top of the hour with the news at 8. But again, our number is 866-391-1020. Back with more in a moment. Good morning. All right, no Doug today or next week. He is enjoying vacation. A little downtime. He'll be back with us. uh Three weeks from today, but right now we're going to get back to your calls. And let's say hi to uh, Tom. He is up next. uh, No, Tom, that's for next hour. So, Tom, you're going to... Oh, no, he's... Okay, yeah, he's next hour. Let's go to Linda. She's in Butler, and she's on KDKA. Hey, Linda, how are you? Good. Hi, Denise.
5: How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Question. I have three hibiscus plants near my driveway, and the one closest to the road it gets, they all get about seven feet tall, but it's hard to pull out of the driveway. So, what should I do to tame that hibiscus plant down so we could see pulling out from the driveway?
3: So, let me ask you this which hibiscus do you have? I know it's not the tropical one. Is it what they call the Rosa Sharon? No,
5: it, it's the one, it's not the tropical, it's the other one that, um, it's the red one, the pink one, and the white one. We okay. okay.
3: Um, you can just simply um, prune it back. So the take the three or four tallest stems and actually take a pair of pruners and okay. follow it all the way back in to the center of the plant, and that's where you make your cut. So it doesn't look like you went wild with power tools, but at the same point, you're reducing the height. And you may have to do one or two more. I wouldn't do more than that, you know, because your other alternative would be is dig it up and move it. And that's not going to be an easy task since it's that big. Well, how tall should I let it uh, grow before I cut it back? I would say, you know, once it gets to be, you know, three feet tall, three to four feet tall, that's when I would start cutting it back.
5: Okay. You know, one year, a couple years ago, I experimented with the seeds, with the red ones, pink and white. Mm -hmm. I have about 30 plants that took. So I had to move them all back near my woods where there was sun because I ran out of space
3: where it was full sun. (laughs) I have about 30 plants, but they're beautiful. Oh, they absolutely are. And the deer don't bother them for you? Um, no. Uh-uh. Well, that's good because normally that tends to be one of their favorite snacks. Wow. Huh. I look at it this way. Deer, the her- each herd is different depending uh-huh. on their genetics and what the parents, you know, the mom showed them what to eat. And so what they'll eat in... South Park, they won't touch Mm in North Park, and vice versa. So there's no such thing as a deer-proof plant. It's just sometimes you get lucky and the deer either haven't found them or they don't like it. Huh.
5: Well, you know, they're they're beautiful. And I had people stop by asking me about them So because I had so many plants. I gave them some. But uh, I just experimented, and they took.
1: Well, that's (laughs) good.
5: Yeah. That's great. Okay, well, thank you. Thank you
2: You're very welcome. much. All right, okay. L- Linda, Bye. thanks. Listen, Jan and others, we just don't have enough time. I highly apologize. Wish we had more time, but we are out of time for this week. But Mrs. Noado will be back next week. Uh, Mrs. Noado, let me give you the final minute. Any closing comments as we spring into the gardening season? Go ahead.
3: Well, you know what? I need to say that you know, we are going to have more frosts. Um, there's a possibility of one tomorrow night. And I'm going away Tuesday morning, so that means I'll be getting up extra early to uncover everything. My lilies are very susceptible, so they always get covered. So anytime we have temperatures hovering around 32, 33 degrees, and it's going to be a clear night or a mostly clear night, a light wind, remember that frost falls. So if you live at the bottom of a hill or a street, you have a better chance of having your plants hit by frost as opposed to somebody at the top of the hill. That doesn't guarantee you won't get a frost. It's just frost falls. So I, you know, I have sheets, blankets, I go to like Goodwill and house sales. And so it kind of looks like I'm practicing for Halloween. You know, there's things all over it. And especially if you have any new plants you want to protect them, you know, like a new shrub or a very young tree. I always protect them because a frost can really kill them mm-hmm. or something. them.
2: All right, Mrs. Know-it-all. It's always a pleasure. We'll talk to you next week. Have a great weekend and enjoy your week, okay? You too. All right, there she goes, the great Denise Shriver. I've got to tell you. She's got magic with these listeners. They love her. I mean, she hits the airwaves, and those phones never stop ringing. And again, if we didn't get to you, we will get to you next week. She is going to be back for a command performance a week from today. As Doug has taken fourteen days away from us, enjoying a two-week vacation. Good for him. All right, listen. Coming up, we got David Colorado live and local with that news at eight. And then it's grilling it, it's frying it, it's baking it, all the different things from on a salad to chicken cacciatore. Chicken is what we're going to be talking about. So if you have a chicken recipe that you would like to share with us and some of your trade secrets, now would be the time to give us a call, 866-391-1020, because some lucky listener before the next hour is up is going to win a $25 gift certificate from Coons Market, that special place in your neighborhood. Your Pratt Pack for a Sunday morning. More to come in just a moment.